Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. Today, we're going to continue in the book of Acts chapter number 10. Now, we started here yesterday kind of wrapping up with this idea from Psalm 37 in verse 4. If you seek me, you will find me when you search for me with your whole heart. We have the story here of a man named Cornelius. He is crying out to God, praying to God, doing many acts of, of, of charity. However, he doesn't know God through the Lord Jesus Christ. He's just crying out uh, because he has a natural revelation of God by the things that he can see around him. But he doesn't know God in a supernatural way because he's never heard the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ spoken into his life. An angel appears and tells Cornelius, Cornelius, send down to Joppa to a man named Peter. He's staying at Simon the Tanner's house and have him come up here to you. And so Cornelius is now sent to Joppa in order for Peter to return. And the Bible says in verse number nine, the next day as they were traveling and nearing the city, Peter went up to pray on the housetop about noon. And then he became hungry and he wanted to eat. But while they were preparing something, he went into a visionary state. He saw heaven opened and an object that resembled a large sheet coming down, being lowered by its four corners to the earth. In it were all the four-footed animals and reptiles of the earth and the birds of the sky. And then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. No, Lord, Peter said, has anything uncommon or ritually unclean has never been eaten by me. And again, a second time, a voice said to him, what God has made clean, you must not call common. This happened three times. And then the object was taken up to heaven. What a strange sight this must have been for Peter. He's out there praying on the rooftop and this visionary state, this sheet comes down out of heaven. It's got all these animals of the earth inside of it. And he hears this voice that says, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Now, remember, Peter's a Jewish man, so he has these dietary laws that he has tried to fulfill his entire life. And Peter says, whoa, 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 God, no, no, I can't do that. Nothing ritually unclean, nothing common has ever entered my mouth. God says, what I have made clean, you must not call common. And the Bible says, verse 17, Peter was deeply perplexed about what the vision he had seen might mean. And the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked directions to Simon's house, stood at the gate. And they called out asking Simon, who was also named Peter, who was lodging there. While Peter was thinking about the vision, the Spirit told him, Three men are here looking for you. Get up, go downstairs, and accompany them with no doubts at all, because I have sent them. And then Peter went down to the men and said, Here I am, the one you're looking for. What is the reason you're here? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man who has a good reputation with the whole Jewish nation, was divinely directed by a holy angel to call you to his house and to hear a message from you. Peter then invited them in and gave them lodging. And the next day he got up and set out with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa went with him. And the following day he entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was expecting them and had called them together and his relatives and his close friends. And when Peter entered 
Cornelius met him, fell at his feet, and worshipped him. So let's just stop right there. I've read a lot of text here. But, but I want you to notice something here. As we said a moment ago, God has said, what, it, what, what I have made clean, you must not call common. And we think about Peter here. He's been called to go to the home of a Gentile man. Now remember, Jews and Gentiles, they are at enmity with one another. To the Jew, nothing is more unclean than a, than a Gentile. So, so just like food, unclean food has never entered Peter's mouth. He's, he's not associated with Gentile men in this way. He's never been into one of their homes and now God has said, what I have made clean, you do not call it common. And so now Peter, through this visionary state, has is, is, is received this call to go to what in his life he has called unclean. And now God is saying, I want you to go and I want you to share the message with that household. And so Peter's got one of two options here. Now it's not lost on me that this takes place in the city of Joppa. Now, if you go back in your Bible history and you think of another man in Scripture who also uh, went down to Joppa and received a message from God to go to an unclean people group, you would come across the, the prophet Jonah. And we remember that Jonah received a call from God to go to Nineveh, that great city, that wicked city, that sinful city. And to go there and to preach a message of repentance and that God's judgment was going to fall on the city and they were going to be destroyed. And so Jonah receiving the message of God, what does Jonah do? He goes down to Joppa, the same place Peter is at, the same spot where Peter receives a similar call to go to an unclean people group. And what does Jonah do? Jonah gets on the boat in Joppa and goes the opposite direction of Nineveh. He says, I'm not going to those unclean people. No way, no how. I'm not going to go and teach them and tell them the opportunity they have to repent and, and, and change their ways. And so Jonah gets into the belly of the ship and you know the story. He ends up in the belly of a well and it takes him three days to repent and finally the well spits him out and he goes walking in Nineveh preaching and the people of the town are, uh, are, are, are uh, they turn from their wicked ways through repentance. And so now you have Peter. Now he's got one of two options. He can go the way of Jonah. He's in Joppa. He's in a seaport city. And Peter can do the same thing. He can look at what happened with Jonah's life and he can say, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm not going to go to a ritually unclean person's house. I'm not going to be a part of that. I have no desire to see them saved. I have no desire to see them come to Christ. I'll just get on a boat and I'm going to go on my this other direction. I'm going to be like Jonah. And friends, all of us today, I, I mentioned it to you yesterday, we have received the, the call of the gospel to go to the unreached, the unclean, and to tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ. And you and I have a similar option today. We can do one of two things. We can go the way of Jonah. 
And we can run as far as we can away from God's commission on our lives to take the gospel to the world. We can just get out. We can say, I don't want to do this. And friends, we can run away. And I suppose if we do, we will suffer greatly because of that. Now, on the other side, and when I say suffer, I mean the disciplining hand of God as we suffer conviction uh, of our souls. But on the other hand, we can be like Peter and we can look at the situation and we can realize that, yes, God has called me to take the gospel to the ends of the world. He has commissioned me and there's not a person on earth that is too unclean for the gospel of Jesus. There's not a person on earth that can't be saved if they should cry out to him. So if he wants me to go to the most unclean place in town, if he wants me to go to the most destitute person in town, if he wants me to go to the most dilapidated house in town and tell the worst, most evil, most wicked sinner about the Lord Jesus Christ, then I'm going to go the way of Peter and I'm going to go to the place that God has told me to go and I'm going to trust that when I get there, he's already been there and prepared hearts to hear the gospel message. And so today, dear brother and sister, you have the choice. You can go the way of Jonah or you can go the way of Peter. As for me, I want to go the way of Peter, although I I constantly find myself inching closer and closer to Jonah. Now, many of us today, we, we like to say, you know, Peter, I, that, that's who I'm like. I'm going to be like him, going to make that choice. But how often we're like Jonah when God says, speak to that person in line, speak to that person, uh, your neighbor, speak to this guy, that lady, tell them about me. And instead we run away and hide, hoping that God would maybe find another messenger. May that never be said about you, dear brother and sister. May we all take serious the call of the gospel.